Visible is a wireless carrier that is not invisible. It is pretty clear from the name, actually, radio waves are invisible. And I can say this with authority as a licensed amateur radio operator. That being said, Visible won't be giving you the power to see light outside the visible spectrum. It's actually way better because having that ability would make getting around very difficult and distracting. What you do get with Visible is unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. You get one line of wireless, just $25 a month, which is great in these times of economic uncertainty. That is one line for $25, taxes and fees included. So whatever you're doing at this moment, please stop. Switch immediately. Now, monthly rate on the Visible plan for data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Burntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Burntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. Nintendo! Welcome to Nintendo Voice Chat for the week of July 18th, 2014. I'm your host, Jose Otero, and this is IGN's Nintendo Podcast. Joining me this week, Per Schneider. What, you got nothing to say? <laughs> I don't know what why you're there. What happened You there? said nothing. Well, I was going to say something, and then you went... <laughs> okay. I was, was going to say... Here's your moment again. Per Schneider. Hi, Jose. How you doing? Good. Good Thank to you. see you. Brian Altano. Thank you very much. Forgot you do How that. many people have died because of you on this podcast? Like shooting or this noise yeah, that you Yeah, people duck when they yeah. hear it. Okay. Yeah. All right. it's a it sounds like a real machine gun, right? <laughs> Heard in a plenty of rap videos. Yeah. And also joining us once again, IGN's bearded bro, Marty Sleva. Whoa, thank you. Thank you for having me. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. All right, guys. So there's uh, plenty of stuff to talk about. But before we get to news, why don't we start with some preview impressions? Because Marty and I recently attended... An event held by Nintendo was a post E3 tour, so it was just a second hands-on with games that we already saw at E3. Nothing second new. Hands-on. We yeah. played at E3, played everything with one hand. <laughs> yeah, so now we got to play everything with two, <laughs> right. and uh, with a oh, lot this less wasn't people. Just the other hand. This was both hands now. Yeah, got I it. guess this joke has run its course. Yeah. So <laughs> where did this go? <laughs> All right, Marty. So uh, why don't you lead off with uh, you played Captain Toad? Uh, yeah, I played uh, Captain Toad. I, I played one stage of it at E3, but I got to play four uh, different stages of it uh, at this event. It was the first one. Was very like sort of get uh, get your bearings. It felt Sorry. a lot like one of the levels pulled from uh, 3D World, which was great because I thought that was I mean 3D World's an incredible game. I thought the Captain Toad stuff was just an awesome little slice of that. Yep. Um, and then I didn't realize just how different the levels would actually be. Huh. Because the second level, you hop into a minecart right away. And did you guys play it at E3? I did. Yes, I played no, that lot, level. Yeah. Yeah. So you hop into a minecart, and all of a sudden it feels like Pokemon Snap. Yeah. So it's like you well, are. And that's on the gamepad only because yeah. on the TV it's You fine. still see the minecart, but on the gamepad you are, mm. it's first person and you have like turnips that you're throwing at things in the environment. So you throw them at enemies to kill them, at blocks to collect secret and stuff. And they're infinite. It's not like they set you with a limit. Yeah. So it really did feel like you're going through a cart in Pokemon Snap and throwing apples at stuff. And nice. I, I thought that was great. There was like little secrets uh, in the corners. Uh, there was a boss level. Yeah. So you fought the boss. I didn't fight the boss. Talk yeah. About that. The boss dragon. Is, yeah, yeah. The giant dragon. Awesome. Uh, it's, it's You're in this sort of uh, spirally, circling. Uh, uh, volcano and there's yep. this giant lava dragon in the center who's you know spewing fire at you and you sort of have to you have to keep an eye you have to constantly be rotating the camera but also keep an eye on like where can you duck for cover yep. like what rock can you hide behind what moving platform can you use how how high should you go up a ladder before waiting and letting him throw his fire and then yep. you know continuing so, on this was one of the stages mm-hmm. that I feel really shows off the way this game looks because yeah, I, I don't know I, I didn't have very high expectations and I looked up at the TV while you were playing mm-hmm. I was like holy cow like, yeah. that dragon looks great the effects look good yeah, the lava it has, looks right it, it has looks the, really nice it yeah. looks like it has that 3D world just sort of like 
wild amounts of po- polish. It just yeah. looks so good. It has every color ever invented. Yeah, which is even magenta. Everything yeah. almost feels kind of like plastic. <laughs> yeah, in way. but in a good way. Of, yeah, it's a really beautiful yeah. shine too. Unlike LA. I think yeah, the, yeah. the most amazing thing is that it exists though. Yeah, like, yeah. It's like in their lineup of software of what they could do, the fact that they actually resource this. And that I, I press cool. them, I'm like, so is this like a retail game or downloadable? Like, no, it's absolutely retail. a full retail game. Yeah. So I'm hoping it's 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 big and meaty. And it, uh, that it, level's cool. And then the last level I played was the the ghost level. So we yeah. talked awesome. a little bit. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah. that's just like a ghost house. Sort it was of like, like a ghost house, but it had a lot of. Uh, you had to use the touchpad to actually interact with the environment. So there were uh, sort of like walls that you could choose to move left or right. And depending on where how you did that, you could either, you know, block yourself off from ghosts or move doorways. You kind of, it was, it was much more puzzle solving than, mm-hmm. uh, than the other ones. But, you know, just as a small, you know, taste of what four different levels are like, I'm, I'm, Definitely all aboard for what I, I really like uh, how they they position Toad in this game. He's just like he's he's constantly scared. Yeah, he's t- always terrified. And it's it's really adorable because he's just like, oh my god, please no! And it's like, <laughs> the ghosts come at him, and they're like, oh my god, oh look at me! And, it's, and Nintendo does this really well with this sort of like these these heroes that you want that you just kind of feel for yeah. in that way. Their well, situation, like, yeah, yeah, like Lu- yeah. Luigi in Luigi's Mansion. He's always just like, oh god, please, I don't want to be here. <laughs> it's, I, I really like that approach because like you know you play other games and it's like you have this big guy with a gun. It's like yeah, and then you <laughs> Captain Toad. Even the music like. They have that little horn that comes in. It's like da, 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 da. it just feels so like it's pathetic. It's a just little pathetic. Bit, right? Yeah, yeah exactly. Like, he's he can't jump. Like, no, that no, is yeah. in, the, in the Mushroom Kingdom, not being able to jump. Like, you're yeah, a total that's a outcast. Yeah. Like, he, should not, he should not have been yeah. able to last as long they, as he has. There's uh-huh. a fence right yeah. in front yeah. of you. Yeah. You are done. <laughs> you you, you will start it. Everything's out to kill him. Yeah. It reminds me, actually, a lot of uh, just the level design itself. And this is weird. It reminds me of Donkey Kong 94. Yeah. In that you're you're basically trying to get to the top or the bottom of this of this area, and there's things you have to collect, and there's things that you can collect, and you should, but mm-hmm. they're not mandatory. Yeah, and everything's out to kill you, and it's it's like these self enclosed kind of puzzle boxes. That's what I really like about it. Yeah, it's like you kind of jump into one, and it's this beautiful little cube that you yep. just rotate and get to the end of, and then you pop into the next one. And yeah, like, I don't I, know uh, how many there are going to be, sure. but. I uh, I don't and I don't mean this to sound cynical, but I almost wonder how many stages. So in in Super Mario 3D World, there are a handful of Captain Toad stages. There aren't yeah. many. Really only I almost like wonder eight, right? when they were making the game and they were sort of constructing Captain Toad and this way to use the gamepad. How many stages did they get in before they realized, hey? This will stand alone mm-hmm. as its own game. Yeah, we should yeah. probably keep going yeah. or hand this off to a different team who's going to keep Definitely. going with this while we wrap this game. I bet the moment they completed the engine and had the, f- the first couple of levels. Yeah, they were like, this, like, this works. This is good. Yeah. 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 I'm curious the 3D world was the preview, and now you can get the full yeah, thing. Yeah, exactly. It works out. I'm curious as like how the game's actually going to just be displayed, like whether there will be a world map or like how – because in the demo, it's just sort of like, flip, there's four pages. Yeah. That's, yeah, yeah, those are the levels. Yeah, I don't know how like how these are all going to be stitched together. book, though, just because because yeah. it's like this mysterious Captain Toad's journal almost. What if it turns out that like it's adorable. like there's this like like heart wrenching story at the beginning. His like wife is sick. Yeah. And like he has to go out on his Too adventure. Dark for the and, kingdom. No, <laughs> he no. has to go get his I mean, jewels. But, but the story is dark, right? He's collecting all the power ups for Mario games. That, yeah. Like it, the hell that he goes through to get a mushroom, and Mario just walks by and is like. They, oh, it fell mm. in the pit. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> like, he doesn't care. So he's always cool. happy. I kind of want to see if, if Mario or Luigi get integrated in this game in some way. Like, it'd be awesome to see Captain Toad's in the middle of a boss fight that's just the hell on earth. He can't handle it. And Mario just runs by and throws a fireball and kills the boss. Keeps going. Yeah. Like, yeah, that was easy. Do you put Bowser in this game? I guess you don't. Right? Does Bowser yeah, show up not. in this game? No, Does I hope Bowser's it's just... kids show up in this or game? Are we, we going to get Watoed? 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 <laughs> No. Man, I love the no. idea that it's a parallel that. adventure, though. Like, yeah, yeah, like what if if he comes in, in in a real Mario game later, and like you know, you pick up the power up, you go, and you lose it immediately, and he's like, oh man, like you see that's what in the corner. Part yeah. of me is hoping that at the very end of the game, he constructs his masterpiece, and it's a single question mark block, and he places it, and then all of a sudden Mario just runs along, <laughs> smashes it, grabs the mushroom, and you realize that his whole life was to the first block, 
in Mario in level one That'd be one. Awesome. <laughs> That'd be pretty cool. Awesome. Yeah, he put them all there. Uh, all right. Um, wow, the, your sound effects continue to amaze me, Pierre. I almost feel like we should uh, we should have a quiz show podcast where you just do the sounds and someone has to guess. Like, that would be sad. what is that from? The one you did from Star Fox the other day was amazing. Yeah, can you do it you. again? Yeah, no, I Please. can't. I used it already. I can't, just I can't once do for it me. Again. Maybe later. All right. So next up <laughs> just is once for me. Uh, I played Kirby's Canvas Curse, which we kind of missed nope. at E3, and some people were. Uh, oh no, sorry, it's not Kirby's Canvas. Yeah. Curse. Freudian yep, slip. <laughs> it is Kirby and the Rainbow Curse. Yep. Oof, different curses. Yeah. Very different curse. So different in fact, it's all in clay now. Yeah. Um, no, it's really, really stunning. Like, visually-wise, I I don't see enough games play with that claymation look. I feel like Clay Fighter is one of the rare exceptions, but you don't really see that look show up in games <laughs> a, a lot. Classic. A classic. <laughs> Clearly a classic from the archives. But, uh-huh. uh, no, the, uh, the effect is just so cool, man. Like, they have these little branches, like, on the side the screen that are just swaying in the wind but they have the jerky stop motion animation effect oh. happening to them and you see like the weird lighting that happens and I just I can't help but be like enamored by the level of detail and it's a really great playing game for the most part um, plays just like Canvas Curse that's why we had the yeah. Floridian slip you know Kirby is constantly moving and you are tapping him to make him move faster or you're tapping and holding to make him sort of become large and then fly in a single direction. Um, you're using sort of a special rainbow crayon to draw pathways that he will stick to and mm-hmm. then follow. Um, and then uh, if not, so I played a couple levels. One was just a standard tutorial to sort of getting the idea of how it works and collecting bells. You kind of fall in love with wanting to collect all the bells rather than just skip all the way to the end. And I don't yeah. think you're required to even pick them up, but I was always like, oh, there's more flowers? That means there's more bells. And so I go back and uh, not bells, uh, stars. It's one of those too. But uh, regardless, um, then the next level was underwater, and you're being sort of whisked away by currents, and you're using the rainbow crayon to draw pathways so you won't hit like spikes. Yeah, things. yeah, almost I like ceilings. Yeah, at ceilings one part of the game, Marty yeah. was just like, "You done goofed." Yeah, like, you done goofed. Really yeah, bad. you murdered Kirby. Yeah, I did. Uh, but uh, no, it was it was really rad. Did either of you play that at E3 at all? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, yeah. I I checked it out a little bit. I just you know I love the just the look of it. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm still enamored with games that, you know, kind of copy real life stuff like cloth or yeah. like paper That's... and stuff. But I feel like we're gonna get to this point where it's just too much, right? Yeah. Where we've run the course of games that look like paper mache and, and origami and yeah. everything and there have been a lot of them. Yeah. I would say from like, you know, the way Tearaway dealt with paper, the way yeah. Yarn Yoshi does with like literally yarn and then now with this, like they are pulling everything. Everything yeah. from like my fifth grade art class. There's I mean even, left, even right? yeah. macrame. There's no yeah. macrame. No, there's <laughs> still, oh, actually a little bit hey, yeah. yeah, but there is a couple of other ones. There's a one time Marty was looking at some indie game that it was that Greek vase like art. You oh that? yeah, that, that was, was really cool. Rad. Yeah, as um, as, yeah. There was a Okami, like I don't know, I feel like there's enough art styles out there we can keep this going. Little Big Planet looks entirely like it's made from just like junk you find in the garbage in a drawer. Yeah. Yeah. Drawer. You'd almost find you'd expect to see like lint somewhere because yeah, it just right, feels right. like that kind of world yeah. where everything's there. And I, Yoshi's Woolly World, my God. There hasn't been a game that uses like like a different level from a different painter, right? We've seen like a Van Gogh inspired level. I would have loved that. Yeah. You know, we've seen uh, what was that Atelier game that, that used uh, oh, pointillism man. in yeah, it yeah. stuff. Mm-hmm. But it'd be awesome if like each level was like a different painter. I think uh El Shaddai sort of did that. Yeah, yeah. yeah each like bit. different level of heaven, or I don't know what that yeah. game was about. That game but. was so weird. It was about a chapter of the Bible yeah. that you definitely didn't want to read. <laughs> yeah. um, no, but it was it was fun in its own way. Um, it's funny too because like when you really think about it, Nintendo's been doing this for a long time, just mm-hmm. in terms of that tactile thing with Mario Three. Like the fact that it looked like things were like like nailed to the wall or like hung up with mm-hmm. string. Like that was one thing. Like as a kid, I never noticed. But going back, like it does look like a stage production. Yeah. Yeah, the I fact that you exit stage right. And, I didn't you know. realize that with the curtains and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Well, and it's yeah. only changed over time, right? Where now you hear like the applause of the cloud, uh, yeah. the crowd, or you hear like different effects just for doing things right. You sort of get like a yay, like it's a performance. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. I even like in Mario Maker because we saw that again really briefly, and it's like congratulations, and you see three hands come up and do like <laughs> yeah. the just uh, the clap. Yep. So. Yeah. Yeah. Always did like breaking the fourth wall, kind of. Like, yeah. Oh yeah, and the better you yeah, yeah. would do in battle, like audience would like throw you things, yeah. and if you did crap, they'd throw hammers. At Clever you. stuff. Yeah, that's cool for an RPG, especially because yeah. that's almost a stage performance in yeah, itself. Absolutely. Right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. That way. Ah, oh, so cool. All right, we also played. Uh, let's see, Smash 3DS. So Marty, do you want to lead off, or should I? Uh, I mean, my, my thoughts, I, I love Smash. Super excited for the Wii U version. I'm not that all that excited for the 3DS version, if only because it hurts my hand every time we play it. Yeah. Okay. I, have a really, I have really big hands. I don't know. And the, But, yeah, I mean, to me, the, the game is, I have a hard time believing that if I have the Wii U version, which I will have, that I will play the 3DS one in any will. other space than on an airplane yeah. or sure. when yeah. you're on the go, right? Yeah. yeah. 
But it's a cool. I mean, it's a cool way to train. I think for yeah. coming back home. Definitely. And yeah, I, your friends. But so my first time playing it at E3, I was completely disoriented because all I've been playing leading up to it was with a GameCube controller and just yeah. Smash Melee and yeah. Brawl mm-hmm. and whatnot. And so it threw me for a loop to play a game with like uh, to play Smash again with like the diamond button configuration mm-hmm. and just trying to remember. Okay, that's jump. That's mm-hmm. punch. That's special. But this second time, it pretty much was really easy. You really um, liked it. I thought it was better than when I saw it the first time, and I played a lot. I focused mostly on playing Smash Runner, though. We mm-hmm. played some competitive matches together too, and uh, I like I lamented at first, like not having a C stick and not having like just that familiar layout. But it actually delivers really well. My one complaint so far is that Smash Run at five minutes is too long. When you get in Smash Run and you're expected to sort of explore and you're, you're beating up enemies and getting these uh, these items that power up your stats, I feel like it just goes on too long. Like you're in there, and you're like, oh, this is not over, and the enemies keep respawning. And I get what the goal is: it's to beef up and then do a crazy free for all. Mm-hmm. But even the crazy free for all sometimes feels a little out of whack because, like, we spent I spent five minutes in one, uh, you know, during one session. And the free-for-all was a 300% smash, where if you just blow a kiss at someone, like, they go flying. Yeah, yeah. So, like, what did all the stats really matter for? Yeah. Like, it, it doesn't feel like there was really any substantial. But that was only one instance. The yeah. others were regular free-for-alls. There were secrets. Like, uh, I found a door that took me to a crystal smash, and there were four crystal, big crystals in a room, and you have to break them all within 30 seconds. Also, at random intervals, there are, so for, like, 20 seconds, um, my speed stat and my power stat went to 1,000. For 20 seconds. And you try to move at 1,000 speed, like, you can't go anywhere. Yeah. And it's just uh-huh. a random event, and then it changes back. So I like that they're trying to switch things up and me- at least make it feel like it's not that long. But I feel like three minutes, maybe even two and a half minutes, like, might be the sweet spot. Because okay. it's supposed to be a frantic mode you play quickly mm-hmm. at five minutes before you get into a smash match that could potentially end in a minute. I just feel like it's it, it's gotcha. a little out of whack how, there. How yeah. is it like responsiveness wise? Really and good. Does it run smoothly and? Yeah, really good. My, because my, you get spoiled whenever you see the Wii U visuals, and then yeah. you go yeah. to the. I love you, my 3DS, but it's not a Wii U. My my biggest complaint uh, on that front is that when everything zooms out, it's easy to get lost sometimes, mm-hmm. yeah, so especially yeah. if the characters clump together. No amount of dark outline can really help you. I feel mm-hmm. and but granted, I think the more I play it, the more that might change. Because I used to feel that way about playing like Melee, for example. Like if especially you went to a friend's house. And they had that wonky ten-inch television, and you were just all huddled around the Hyrule Castle, where it zooms. Yeah, yeah. And you're like, where am I? In the corner down there in the doldrums. So back to the big question for me, as someone who owns both systems, obviously, if you if you don't have a Wii U, it's a no-brainer, right? Like you're really excited for this game, and it it sounds like it's good. But does it feel different? Like, is it significantly different? Like the stages and the music and everything. Does it feel like you're playing a different Smash Brothers? Answer, but I'll let you go first. Because uh, character set's going to be the same, right? Yeah, character set's going to be the same. Stages a little bit different, uh, which that's kind of what bums me out. Is stages like the Spirit Tracks level and then the Nintendogs level? I think are DS exclusive, right? Well, there's a bunch of 3DS exclusive stages, and very few stages are the same across both. So, like oh, Battlefield is the same across both. The Boxing Ring is the same across yeah. both. Final Destination mm-hmm. is the same across both. Yeah, some um, of the mainstay stages that everybody always yeah. gravitates to. It seemed like as a whole, the levels were they had less noise in them. Yeah, on and the 3DS. they weren't super zoomed out. It's yeah. just like I think the one time I got lost was either playing on Tortimer Island or on the Fire Emblem stage. Yeah. I mm-hmm. felt like again that zoom out happened. I was like, whoa, where the heck am I in all this? Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, I I think it feels different enough, and I feel that. It, but it still feels really good. I also, to my surprise, I, for, I left this out when we were talking about Smash Run. I just went back up for one second. Um, I don't know if these are final, but in the unlockables that you get after Smash Run, so you know how you pick up trophies mm-hmm. like in Suspect Emissary, and you get something like, hey, you got this trophy, or you got this thing. Some of the moves were unlocked that way. So it was like, you oh. just unlocked Samus's side special. Interesting. You unlocked oh. Star Fox's alternate up special. Do, do, you, like, do you also unlock trophies like that, though? Yeah, you unlock oh, cool. trophies as well. Okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. so, so um, you know, within, like, what the expectations of Smash is, yeah. there's a lot of unlocking involved. Yep. Yeah. They're giving you a reason to play Smash Run by giving you things like that to unlock. That won't be the only mode you're getting stuff, clearly, because yeah. Sakurai knows better than that. Yeah. But Because uh, I, I know I'm in the minority on this, but I actually really like all the single-player stuff they put in the last few Smash Brothers games because I do yeah. like finding trophies. I do mm-hmm. like all the unlockables. Sure. I love all the museum stuff. I love going into that like mach- that gumball machine and yep. getting so prizes and stuff like that. Like All that stuff is really cool to me. I spend hours rotating. 
rotating trophies and reading about old, weird, obscure Nintendo games and stuff. Sure. All that is really awesome. I know a lot of the pro Smash guys gloss over that. They go right into the fighting. But yeah, it's an me, encyclopedia. It's like, no, yeah. it really is of Nintendo. To me, I just, I really, I gain a lot of joy from that. So stuff. hold on, do you you enjoy the 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 collection aspects, which I do too. I mean, yeah. the museum <laughs> aspect is amazing, and the stuff that they have in there. By the way, Rain Rayman. Yeah. What? Yeah. yeah. Okay. How about that? Okay. So. In what world would Nintendo go to Ubisoft and say, can you license us Rayman for a trophy? So I, think I, I, that, I think I read this the other way around. Rayman, uh, Ubisoft approached them. Yeah. I, I thought it was what I read, and they said, uh, no, not really. But they at Remember least when our game was supposed to be a Wii U exclusive for a little while? <laughs> <laughs> I remember yeah. that. Yeah. I don't know what the exact conversation was, but it seems like, yeah, that, that's surprising. So strange. Would they really only put a trophy in for a third-party title and a so third-party that, controller? That was, that was my thing with so it. So like, weird. It was not only incredibly surprising but it was incredibly surprising how sort of like brush off nothing it was to announce it it was just like yeah. oh yeah also there's a Rayman trophy we hit them up expecting a 2D trophy but it's a 3D trophy so that's cool there it is and I was like hey wait a minute what's the backstory <laughs> who called who who's talking to yeah, who on the yeah. phone yeah. is he in the game can I play as Maybe, him what's up yeah. with his arms and legs he doesn't have Rayman no fight. I have so many questions <laughs> let's be fair Rayman would fit really well in that universe yeah it really would yeah, yeah. Better but, than Snake did. But I just, yeah. I, okay, to me, it's just so weird. <laughs> yeah. Like maybe they casually dropped it like that because they didn't want to raise expectations, and that's really it. It just seems so weird that they even would even bother to talk about like a collectible that everybody yeah. forgets minutes later, right? Mm -hmm. Like that's where I was hoping at least there's a little bit more. So we'll, we'll see. So but they're, but they're, back to the questions. Like I feel like you like the collection aspect, but yes. did you like the gameplay aspect of collecting it? Because I'm Subspace weird. I, Emissary was to me felt really generic. It actually, was too long. It. Also, I, 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 I enjoyed it. Long. I you know, I, I, yeah, it was long, and mm -hmm. there was a lot to, there was a lot to do there, oh, yeah. and it was mostly repetitive. But I enjoyed it. I, I thought that going in and playing with uh, d different, like I would unlock a character and bring him into subspace, and just kind of like, instead of just playing against friends or beating up some dummy. Uh, I could kind of like learn the moves of the character in that while unlocking stuff. <laughs> so and that was, was the intent, clearly, yeah. Because yeah. yeah. uh, even movement in Smash Brothers for first timers, especially, I feel it's it's kind of a it's something that you don't can't quite grasp right away because it's not a standard platformer where when you hold to the right, right. they just start running. Right, yeah. you have to like double tap to start running. Other than that, you're kind of like inching forward like a fighter. You're almost playing a fighting game, but also playing a platformer. And it does take a while to kind of build up that skill. So I yeah. can understand why Subspace helped build that. And I can see why Smash Run can also help people kind of act. It just felt really loose to me and, and really kind of like the, the enemies were so generic sometimes. Like I... I wanted it to, maybe that's it, but I wanted it to be like, all right, now I'm getting to the Zelda portion of the universe mm -hmm. and I'm beating yeah. up Octoroks and Redeads and all that. And they kind of had like, they had those, but you weren't in a Zelda world. You were still in a generic world. And then yeah. you walk out and it's like generic characters yeah. that are giant floating fishes and somehow intermixed with mother you yeah, know, characters. Well, it's like, weird. It was a weird mix. It's, it's, it's kind weird. of a love letter to all of those Nintendo franchises, but maybe it doesn't quite capture it perfectly. Yeah. I feel it's more of like an I like you letter. <laughs> and I like you. Like, I like it didn't like, cool. a, yeah. Yeah, I, I haven't it was a, it was a text like yo you up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fair enough. Um, any other games we want to talk about? I mean, we saw some Mario Maker. Yeah, I mean Mario Maker. The one I wanted to talk about was we didn't get to play it, but by seeing it, I sort of got the gist of it. Was Mario and DK? Okay. Which I don't. What's the exact name? Of it? Does uh, it have a real it's name? It's just a working title, Mario vs. Yeah. Donkey Kong. So I didn't see that's that. That's what NST at, is making now, by the way. Mario oh, vs. Donkey yeah. Kong. Okay, interesting. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, they make now. I didn't get to play any of that at. Uh, that was like the only Nintendo game I didn't get to really, really play at E3. Uh, but that's when you were talking earlier about Captain Toad and about how sort of like creating those like single sort of puzzle boxes. Yeah. That's how I really felt. Uh, this game like did really well. It almost like how Braid had rooms where you would enter them, and then it would be like, "All right, here are all my variables. Well, now let me like give me a second to like look at everything and see. Well, what what do I have at my disposal, and what does it want me to do?" That's that's because the Mario vs Donkey Kong games are they're basically like indirect sequels or the evolution of Donkey Kong yeah, 94, yeah. which is like I. I loved that first game, and I think I liked each Mario vs. Donkey Kong game a little less mm -hmm. each time. I'm in there with you on and that. I, I always play them. I always look forward to them, and they always they grab me for the first few worlds, but they're, they're always centered around some sort of gameplay hook that either grabs you or it doesn't. Yeah. And I feel like there was uh, the, one of the ones that came out for the DS when you know they first started doing touchscreen stuff. You were clicking and dragging blocks, and there's like March of the Minis or something yeah. like that. Lemmings, that basically. Yeah, 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 it was yeah. basically Lemmings. And then the one they put out, I think it was last year. Minis on the move, I yeah, think. It yeah, it just didn't really do it for me. And yeah. it was mm -hmm. like, and it's weird because it had those sort of rotating cube 
uh, puzzle yeah. worlds, right? Like self-contained. Um, and it was about you click a character and he just kind of marches on his own and gets the goal and you rotate and click things. I think part of the problem could be, not, not to cut you off, sorry, no. is, is progression. I do feel like a lot of those games start the same way where it's just that slow curve yep, going up. Yep. And when you've been on this ride, how many times, like even the slightest change doesn't always feel yeah. like yeah. worth it or worthy. Yep. Um, and that's not to knock them because I, th- I think those games are rad and I'm with you. Like yeah. I feel like each one that's come out, I've kind of liked it a little less because it just became a little bit more like Lemmings and they all kind of felt a little the same to me. Yeah, but, mm-hmm. I, but I always give them a shot, so I'll try this one out. But I mean, so what's... It, what's what's gonna what's gonna get me in on this? On yeah, this I mean, I guess the the hook of this one is that uh, the Mario and then yeah, we unlocked Luigi. They would ju- they just sort of move on their own. They just mm-hmm. like teeter on their own, and if they hit a wall, they'll just turn around and go the other way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the whole thing is. Uh, you are creating platforms, either vertical, horizontal, or diagonal platforms in these sort of set, say they'll have four different uh, nodes, and you can choose if you want to create a platform that's just below the, the two bottom nodes so that they'll walk across, or across the two left-hand ones so it'll act as a wall, mm-hmm. or diagonally so that they'll move up to the next level. Right. But you only have a handful, like there's, whatever, 20 nodes in the level, but you only you can only make three platforms at a time. Mm. So what you're doing is you're really like, okay, well, I need to have them cross this gap, but then as soon as they cross, I need to erase it so that I have another node in my inventory, let them move down this level, and make sure that they don't fall So it's kind of an escort mission, a little bit, but yeah, in, really not cool. in, a, in a sort of derogatory yeah. or negative way. It's yeah, just, but that's like, sort of what it it's is. It's very much like you have to be thinking three moves ahead while acting split second, like what I have fun. to do right now. Yeah, oh, yeah. so yeah, I, like that's, that. I thought that, that hook was really interesting. And uh, you can make your own touch. levels, by the way. That's Oh, the you can make your own levels? Hooks. Yeah, they oh, had cool, this video yeah. in Japan, or even the trailer, I think, when they showed the E3, you're making a bunch of your own levels, yeah. and you're going to be able to share them. And uh, So that's really rad, because yeah. so far, Pushmo, now this, Mario vs. DK, whatever the working title ends up being, and then presumably Mario Maker is also going to take that same route, oh, right? Like sure, I think sure. I saw someone tweet, yeah. oh, I asked a rep at, at a Nintendo, and they said you'd have to use like SD cards to trade your Mario Maker levels. I'm like, that's not how it's going to end no, up. Like, yeah, you're going to put it online. Sure. Like, that's I mean, you ridiculous. Have to. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. You have to. Although, how is it in Pushmo? It's all QR Pushmo code Pushmo, it's right? cool. The only problem, I'm, I, it's QR code based, or you go to the Pushmo World Fair, and uh, the QR codes are awesome because just like the last two push modes, everyone who wants to do pixel art just shows up, man. And they yeah. make Miyamoto. They'll make a Brian Altano effigy if they want. By the way, make one of those, please. Um, <laughs> yeah, they'll, Altano they'll make like anything out of it. Um, the but, only thing I think is lacking, though, on, on Pushmo World Fair is that you can only choose between the newest or the most popular within a recent period of time. Oh, so, so not you're not all time. cycling through like all time, and there needs to be more search built into there because yep. I feel like yeah. over time people's push more are just getting sort of pushed out, for lack of a better way to well, say the, it. The, the moment you create a, an, an online universe where anyone can upload and you store just kind of bigger and bigger and bigger amounts of levels, right? Like first of all, it's tremendous data storage over time, mm-hmm. right? Little big planet yeah. that is a ton of, of data they're storing yes. there but also you have to administer it because people will make penis levels right yeah. like that's the first thing like a 12 year old is gonna do is like make it make make some sort or of a 27 year old or you get like you know swastikas and all that and so they have to administer that that's where like they probably always shy away from making yeah. it a completely open system yeah I mean I think the big thing that's always keeping things I, I thought sound shapes did a good job but little big planet not so much was the curation process mm-hmm. like I am I have no doubt these amazing these 20 amazing things that I would want to play are out there, but mm. unless you put them right in front of my face, like yeah. push them to like my, my the homepage of my system. Yep. Tell me like, hey, you're playing a lot of Little Big, Little Big Planet. These five levels are really cool. Yeah, I'll totally. jump in and I'll be like, oh man, these five levels are like, in yep. sound shapes, someone created like all of Shadow of the Colossus in different uh-huh. levels. And I'm like, that yeah. is awesome. Yeah. I wouldn't have known about it if like I hadn't seen a random NeoGAF yeah. thread. YouTube would be useless if all people could do were upload videos and there was no way to search for what yeah. you wanted, yeah. right? Like ultimately, oh, yeah. as especially as like data builds up over time. So uh, I hope that someone there... And again, it also matters like how many people bought it and you know, should they revisit it. But I do hope that they kind of look at it and go, hey, we should have an all-time list. We should have a Nintendo Recommends. We should have Social. blah, blah, blah. Yeah, like just, just push it out. Or, level or have like the, yeah, yeah. the Mario or the Miyamoto pick of the week or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. whatever. Yeah, no, yeah. for sure. And they, I mean, they do a nice job with that in kind of general in the Miiverse, like mm-hmm. the curation aspect. So I think yeah. they can do it. Yeah, definitely. All right, cool. Well, we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we are going to talk about some news.
we're back. Thank you very much. Jose Otero here, joined by Per Schneider, Brian Altano, and Marty Sleva. Brat, brat. And we are Put going to talk about <laughs> news. So, first up, biggest story this week. Super Smash Brothers got three new fighters. One returning. Yes. So, Lucina from Fire Emblem Awakening. Not Robin. Re- not from, returning. From Fire Emblem Awakening. Not returning. Both versions, a male and a female. And finally, finally... Captain Falcon. Yay. He yeah. didn't deserve two finals. Ness huh? deserves two finals. No, yeah. no. Falcon Captain gets one Falcon, finally. Fa- no, Falcon Punch is important to me, my Falcon. man. Like, <laughs> love, Falcon Punch how made come, some How come no one at Evo was, was playing as Captain Falcon? Uh, the ones that did lost. Uh, but, <laughs> but no, no, no. But seriously, like Falcon Punch is Smash Brothers. No, he's my, and, he's, and wait, took he's way my guy. too long. Yeah, yeah, no, it's awesome that, that he's finally revealed. Yeah. And like, you know, Fire Emblem's definitely one of my top franchises of all time really happy to see all the love i mean so you were that's not just one robin that's two robins yeah you get yep. you get you know as presumably the move set is the same but you get male and female robin mm-hmm. yeah. yeah which is and really they ha- cool and they have feet they have feet. Oh, they don't so have weird, stumpy things. Oh, that's terrifying. They have feet. It's the first time I've seen these characters without, like... In the cutscenes, they have feet. Triangle scenes, they have feet. Yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. They saved all the feet technology for the, the cutscenes. That was that was cool, by the way. The announcement trailers always kind of mirroring the uh, the, the look of the games, right? Mm-hmm. You got your yeah. anime art style for Fire Emblem. Mm-hmm. Looks yeah. great. Yeah, and it was uh, shown in HD. It looked really good. I, it made me want a Fire Emblem game on Wii U. So, but actually, it got me so hyped, I started playing Awakening again this yes, week. Yes, finally. I'm actually going to finish it this oh, time. Oh, man, so Because last time I played on normal, it was two easy and I got bored. Uh, but another really fun fact was that Krom appears in the trailer and that was also just another great part of how Sakurai is pla- packaging these things where Krom has a moment where he looks at the camera and he goes, maybe I can join in the next battle and then he passes out and you almost expect it to be like, well, I guess he's not in it. And they're like, no, you can have it today. And they show him in the uh, in the next scene. Yeah. But he is part of Robin's final smash. Gotcha. So when you activate it, uh, he'll come out and Robin will kind of fly around, hover around the enemy while he's just slicing through it left yeah. and right. Um, so a few other fa- – let me see. So uh, there was some confusion, though, about Lucina because yeah. Lucina moves just like Marth. Mm-hmm. Everyone's like, why the heck did we – wait, do, so is she like the girl version of Marth? Like if I hit the button to change colors instead I'll get a girl like with Animal Crossing with yeah, a villager. Yeah. And it's not the case. She's actually slightly shorter and they decided to give her her own character slot on screen. Uh, but she has Marth's exact moveset. Well, it's, it was the same with Marth and Roy originally, yeah. right? Like yeah. you saw them fighting, like, oh, that's a, yeah. a palette Well, that's how he used or, to handle yeah. the clones because Star yeah. Fox and, uh, excuse me, Star Fox Wolf. McCloud and uh, Falcon. Falco. Yeah, Falco, Falco also were uh, were clones, but mm-hmm. then that slowly changed over time. Yeah. Um, but then with, with a case like the Villager, they're not two separate slots. So it's it's weird. They, I guess, yeah. you know, they're just sort what of making the, the, the exact phrasing was like her power in her sword comes from the center of the sword whereas oh, Marth's so, are from the tip. And well, I'm like, I, can, that's, I can explain. No, Mar- <laughs> Marth is a, uh, Marth, when you play as Marth, you definitely want to take spacing into consideration because the edge of Marth's sword is the most powerful part, okay. part of his weapon. So if you keep hitting someone with the edge of the sword, you're more likely to kill them or send them out of the ring or smash them or whatever. It seems like with her, it's going to be a different part of the blade, which, gotcha. I don't know. I'd rather play as Marth, but whatever. I'm glad she's in because yeah. uh, it's just this. So far, the roster's super balanced, man. They got females, they got males. It's even. They I was, got, I was they looking got animals. They got Pikachu's. <laughs> I was looking Cartoon at the characters. I was looking at the character lineup and just. Man, I'm worried about the just the balance of that game. That's a lot of characters. Yep, a lot. That is a that is a nice little lineup of characters. It's 36 and, right now. And like Pac-Man looks so different from like everybody else and it's a completely new character. It's like, how are they going to balance this? Yeah. Mm-hmm. They must uh-huh. be just playing it nonstop every day with a big team of testers because they're not known to do betas. Or, nope. You yeah. Know, and every, know. like playing the, the 3DS version, every character feels so different, especially the yeah. new characters. Like the Wii Fit Trainer feels like no one else from the game. Yeah. Mega Man feels so weird. Like yeah. all of these people. The villager. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's awesome. Yeah. I'm oh, yeah. so Pi- so my, 2015's yeah. gonna be awesome. <laughs> oh, you are gonna owe me a stake, sir, because all signs point to roughly the week before Black Friday, which I said a couple episodes was will probably be November 21st. It would make sense that same day as Pokemon. Just go after people. They're people doing it again. Crying. They're gonna release their two biggest games on the same day. They haven't said. Are you gonna bring a stake? I'll bring a we'll, we'll, we'll eat. If, if I am wrong, you can have your steak dinner on the podcast. That's right. right. How am I gonna like somebody will knock the door on, on so, the door at the end. This week, no, we'll have a yeah, <laughs> we'll have like a, we'll, we'll have a fancy waiter come in like yeah. every. Can you dress segment. up as the waiter? No, Why do you turn into far. a cartoon nineteen twenties gangster when you? Man, <laughs> see, wow, this week, nah, see, Cat Mario. Yeah, that steak is going to be delicious on Black Friday, twenty fifteen. No, you guys are all wrong. Coming out this year. It's coming out this year. Holiday twenty fourteen. We'll see. Believe. 
right. I believe it was Bleed winter. Out. I believe it was winter. <laughs> what what, what was your theory? Way. It would be delayed, and instead, what do we get in November? No, nothing. 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 Okay. Yeah, that's you get two happen. new Pushmo stages. Oh, so you're on my <laughs> side, right? Yeah, of course. Oh, Pushmo yeah. Crunch. Yeah. Yeah. You can have a steak. I, I have three coming in. You can have one. I'll get one. No, it's me, Mitch, and Greg. Yeah, it's you, Mitch, and Greg. All were foolish enough to bat me. this year. Yeah. this year. What's wrong with you? All right, let's move on. Freaks. In other news, the Mario show was announced. Super excited for this. So this is a, a video series that will be on the eShop that's based off of Cat Mario yep. and Cat Peach. Yep. Parent and I have actually watched this show. Oh, it's watchable? So it's on their Japanese YouTube channel. <laughs> you can debatable. actually watch. Uh, it, it's in Japanese. It's called Neku Mario Time, which means the same thing. Yeah, if I misspell that, it's something weird. Yeah, Cat Mario Time. Um, so you can currently watch it there if you know how to find Nintendo's Japanese YouTube channel. And... Uh, yeah, this is the thing. What's it, funny about this show, though, just to put this out there for folks, is that it's not just – it's a way, obviously, to promote their products, and it's, it is kind of cute in its own way. But um, I think I showed this to Brian once, too. They sort of put tips and strategies as part of the video. So, for example, there's a segment where a, a, a plushie of Bowser is, like, talking about all these things he wants to do to Mario, and then you see gameplay of Mario and the thing that Bowser has set up to kind of attack him, like whether it be a string of Goombas or a fire wheel or whatever – and then Mario ducks or jumps or shows you how to get around it, and you just hear Bowser and Japanese go, Bacana! No! Uh, so it's really, really funny, um, especially with that language barrier, but this exists. It's so is it actual cats, or is it like... It's the, puppets. It's oh, little, it's they're like, like finger puppets? If, if they sold them... They, they're is it like lamb chop? Really like so it's lamb chop. Yeah. yeah. No, nah, they they got the little head. I look. I don't know. All I know mm. is I'll show it to you later if you want to see it. Yeah, but it's, no, I'm it's super kids done. programming. I guess it's a thing and it's cute. Anything else to say? No, so, it's I think it's like, great. I don't know where this stuff always comes from. Like, <laughs> I, when you sit around, like you, you make like a prediction sheet of what Nintendo is gonna do next. You'll always be wrong now. Yeah, no, totally. Because it's like, it's cuckoo. It's yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I can't even be mad at it because I mean, we grew up with the Super Mario Brothers Super Show. Yeah. And yeah. It was just garbage yeah but i loved every moment of it so yeah. i mean whatever it is what it is do yeah. your thing nintendo Have fun I, I mean i'm looking forward to watching these it's gonna yeah. be it's gonna be a party item i, I think you. we should do fan dubs of them <laughs> i have no idea what are these actually on. about so yeah. i would be willing to bet they're just uh dubbing the ones from japan but we'll see yeah right because sure. you don't need to do much the puppet's yeah. mouths don't move like, of, they don't yeah. have like a little hand inside they just sort of bounce their do american around. cats make different noises than japanese cats no, they just eat rice balls instead of onigiris that's the only difference. Wait, do go. American cats eat rice balls? No, that was in Pokemon. Oh. <laughs> Culture. You don't, you don't, come on, we talked about this. All the horrible like localizations where <laughs> like the they, they always think American kids are too stupid to understand that that is sushi. Like, <laughs> Give me one of them donuts. It's like, that's a tuna fish sushi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Give me one of them donuts. Mm-hmm. All right, so moving on. Uh, Fatal Frame Wii U got its first look. Uh, this happened last night. This is another collaboration between Nintendo and Tech McCoy. Um, also, a quick reminder for folks, Spirit Camera was a thing for 3DS that existed, and that was another collaboration. Basically, same franchise. If you don't know Fatal Frame, does someone want to summarize this for the nice folks? You take pictures of ghosts. Yeah, it's like a horror game uh, set in sort of that, like, in the Japanese countryside, usually, and you have a camera. Yeah. And your Modern camera. day, roughly, yeah. right? Yeah. No, like it had a VR aspect to them. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. that the ghosts can only be seen while taking pictures of your camera, but you can only move around mm-hmm. while... Not taking pictures of your camera. It looks was really it, cool. Was it creepy? Yeah. Like I, I didn't. Yeah, end up it's a creepy it. trailer. Oh, it's pretty yeah. creepy. Yeah. yeah. Oh, the trailer's no, cool. No, the yeah, game. the series. The yeah. last game. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I've, I don't think I played. Th- I played one and two, and yeah, they're the pretty last creepy. game's a little silly, only because AR technology is really creaky. Like it just it doesn't really hold up very yeah. well. Yeah. Like you hold up the thing. Oh, the, the ghost is in your room. I'm like, yeah, no, it's then not. you push the. You know, yeah. you look around. It's like, oh, it's right behind you, and you're like. You know, I you're, guess. you're getting excited about over puppet cat Mario, and you're not scared of the ghost. I, I pick my, I pick my battles. All right. Okay. <laughs> um, so this is due for release September 27th in Japan. There is no word if this is coming overseas. It probably will. They although, will. Um, Fatal Frame does is sort of a smaller niche audience over here. I would say, but you know, maybe someone can challenge me on that. The rough translation of the la- the name, according to Gematsu, is Fatal Frame: The Black Haired Shrine Maiden. Uh, and the gamepad acts love as the of camera. All that. <laughs> <laughs> and the gamepad acts as the camera obscura, which is basically how you take the photos of the ghost. And apparently, you can take photos either horizontally or vertically. I'm so trying to think. Like, Yo, hold that pose, son. I'm <laughs> trying to think. If I was a kid, and on my Christmas list, I wrote, "Ma, Dad, I want the black-haired <clears throat> shrine maiden." Yeah, they would probably institutionalize me. I feel like when you when you name a game that, every word is a hundred thousand less sales. <laughs> <laughs> 
Hey, that's not always true. Really, default did just fine, okay. sir. All right. There are yeah, exceptions, but somehow it's word of mouth. Hey, to you're right, though. I mean, that's what you love. What you gotta love about Japan, though. It's like they're sitting there, like beautiful <laughs> Joe. <laughs> you know, and everybody's like, Suburashi! Yeah. <laughs> cool. Um, so you can see that trailer on IGN. Have you guys seen it? Just really quick. It's, it's, yeah. it's yeah, creepy. It, looks cool. it works. Yeah, it's yeah. spooky. Yeah, she, is, she, is, she is inappropriately dressed for her ghost hunting. Trolloping through the woods. Yeah. yeah, with all this like <laughs> sludge and gross stuff. Yeah. But she's got, the, like, she's got the weird thing. I don't understand if this is the thing girls do in real life because I, I don't really interact with a lot of them. Um, you just have thing, your fiance. Like, it's just it's just like she has like a leather belt that she wears just around her leg. It's like okay, hold on. I, I'm not I, right before we leave. I got to put this leather belt my, around my leg just in case. Well, it's like it could be a holder for like a dagger. It, but or she doesn't something. have anything in it. That's that's my problem with it. Maybe maybe, she, maybe like, this character is a heroin addict. Maybe it's that's like, a re- you know that would explain the ghost. <laughs> like medieval athletes didn't have the like the the wraps for their knees. Medieval yeah, like, athletes. Yeah. Okay. What medieval that was a good athletes. Point of reference for a I modern mean. Japanese girl in the woods. You know, medieval athletes also yeah. wore nonsense right, thousands of years ago. Fine. <laughs> I, I got nothing. I got nothing. Okay. Even I have it. Forget it. it. Forget it. I'm, I'm done. All right. All right. Okay, so then the last piece of news, which uh, I suspect we're going to spend a lot of time on, otherwise it's going to be a very short podcast, and I'd like to finish explaining it before we go at it, is that the Club Nintendo Platinum Rewards were revealed. Uh, so these are this is an annual thing for Club Nintendo. That is a rewards program. If you're listening to this pro- podcast, you may be familiar with uh, where you fill out surveys and you earn coins, or if you're going, you have the intent to buy something, you fill out a survey. You build up these coins and you get... Uh, different items that they sell and if you build up enough of your currency at the end of the year you qualify for a glow gold excuse me or a platinum uh, category prize so this year nintendo decided to go all digital and then the internet exploded <laughs> so let me just quickly name the tiers so for gold if you qualified for glow gold or platinum you were given the following game Super Mario Land one 2. One of the, you six, can choose yeah, one, one of, of. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, thank you for that. Yeah. Super Mario Land 2, six golden coins. Metro, and this is for 3DS. Metroid, 3DS. Wario Land 2, also 3DS. Donkey Kong 3, also 3DS. Or Zelda 2, The Adventure of Link on Wii U. Super Mario Brothers on Wii U. Kid Icarus, Wii U. Or Ice Climber, Wii U. These are all virtual console ROMs. If you are a Platinum member only, you get one of the following as well. Mario and Donkey Kong Minis on the Move on 3DS, Dylan's Rolling Western on 3DS, Fluidity Spin Cycle on 3DS, Donkey Kong Country Returns 3D on 3DS, or for Wii U, you can choose between Dr. Luigi, Earthbound, NES Remix, Game & Wario. You have until August 15th to claim the reward. So, a lot of people were upset about this, and it's understandable. Uh, Usually there is a physical prize or a digital prize. This time Nintendo said uh, digital only. Sure. Sorry. Why are folks so upset about this? Put because, this in context. Yeah, I mean, it's it's been the the program's been running obviously now for a few years, and you know, in the past, uh, like I by the way, I always budget my 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 points, right? Like I buy all my Nintendo games, and then I don't enter all the codes at once. I always wait till I'm full on platinum, yep. and then I put the rest of the papers away until we pass the deadline, and mm-hmm. then use them in the next year because they don't carry over for the the <coughs> platinum status. But um, so I'm. I'm not obsessed with it, but I care about it. I think it's a really cool rewards program, and I do give feedback on the games too. When I don't yeah. like a game, I fill out the survey and says this was this is what was wrong with it, and you know basically just copy and paste your review. No, like yep. write in there what I didn't <laughs> like. So in previous years, we've gotten a Mario hat, which was a cool item. You couldn't get that anywhere else, right? And it, it like everybody who sees it loves it. There was a playing card set. There was uh, a statue. With, there was. Was uh, it the Luigi's Mansion statue? Yeah, it wasn't. Was, it wasn't. Uh, that wasn't a plan. You just had yeah. to use no, coins that, on. But there was a Super Mario Brothers diorama that actually right. came in this big yellow question mark block. There you go. If you're watching the podcast, yeah. so they had they had some decent ones, and then I think last time mm-hmm. it was like uh, a set of uh, set of posters or the Majora's Mask soundtrack, mm-hmm. right? Or Which calendars, and yeah, yeah. stuff like that. So yeah. it's it's yeah. usually an item that you you can't just go into a store and buy, and yeah. so that's that's what makes it special. Yeah, they have even experimented with some digital uh, exclusive rewards like they had Doc Lewis's Punch-Out! 2009. Which was like the only way you could... It was they, they made a special mode just for Club Nintendo people um, where you could fight him. And that's that's sort of my beef with this whole thing. Like, to, 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 to actually lay it out, my problem isn't specifically that there aren't physical rewards, okay. right? Because I, I think that, like... Okay, that costs a lot of money. Uh, you need to find manufacturers. There's shipping costs. There's all sorts of problems that could happen with something like that. I get it. My problem is that the digital rewards 
while great games are great games that the most like vicious Nintendo fans already have. Likely. I don't know if it's well, most, 100%. Super Mario Brothers. We don't know who fills out these surveys. <laughs> you don't have Super fair. Mario Brothers? <laughs> we don't know who fills out these surveys. You spend $600 a year on Nintendo products? You don't have Super Mario Brothers? You know what? Or no. The Legend of Zelda? Virtual but I Console? I don't have WarioWare, though. Like okay. I, I never got the Wii U one. That's the one I chose. Uh, I think it's kind of weird because the... the the rewards run the gamut of like games that cost a couple bucks to like games that cost thirty bucks and yeah. up, right? Like Donkey Kong right. on the three DS. Yeah. I own that one, so I can't claim that one. And so like I look at the list, I'm like, you know, somebody Earthbound is ten bucks when you buy it. Yeah. And that sits next to another game that's Dr. Luigi's fifteen. Um NES Remix two is or NES Remix is fifteen. And the other two are thirty five, right? Yeah. I wish, wish they had a little bit more, like, uh, more evenly balanced sure. prizes. So yeah. mm-hmm. you don't feel like you're getting... Yeah, so, I mean, that's, that's really my... So, uh, you know, first of all, this is not a free game they're giving you. Because it takes a lot of time, and it takes a lot of money oh, yeah. to put all this stuff in. Of course. And, you know, uh, obviously, uh, you know, uh, competitors such as, uh, you know, Sony and Microsoft, they don't really have programs like this. And it's, it's, it's an incentive program, and it's great. They have different ones. But they have, they they have, have programs different too. forms yeah. on yeah. it. Yeah, like, I mean, PSN, you're not being rewarded for buying PlayStation games, but sure. you are being rewarded for being a member of that club and paying for it, right? Because every mm-hmm. month, they offer you a free game. And in a lot of cases, the last couple have been games that I have bought. Two free and games. Xbox, so Xbox has, yeah. like, you know, tied to <clears> achievement <throat> scores yep. and stuff yep. like that. You yeah. get so discounts. Club Nintendo, like, let's be honest right here. Club Nintendo is, first and foremost, a marketing tool. Mm-hmm. Like, that is a giant marketing tool for Nintendo to get in touch with their most passionate fans who are writing very specific, highly detailed, hopefully, reports of where they found out about games, wh- how where they bought them, who in their family played them. Like These are marketing surveys that you fill out and you are paid nominal fees of little fun box coins that you can then trade in for physical or digital items. Now, the last year, aside from a couple of days... Uh, the physical items have been pure trash, mm-hmm. right? It's been like a Yoshi cloth or like, uh, you know, a, 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 tr- a, a, a thank you letter or a card or something like that, a birthday card you can send out with Mario's picture on it. Stuff that's like 10 cents, right? Now, I don't think you need only really cool physical products, but if you if they've experimented with stuff like Doc Lewis's Punch-Out, why not give Club Nintendo something, uh, fans something that's like exclusive digital and is amazing that you can only yeah. get there? Instead, they said, here's a bunch of games that you most likely have most of already because the only way to get platinum is to spend, what is it, $600 a year on Nintendo games. Yeah. So I can, I can, you know, because I've worked with folks in marketing and service and everything, I can tell you, like, you pay an external agency. If you want a, if you want a survey from, like, 3,000 people, yeah. right, like a real survey with, with, like, purchasing information, you're paying upwards of, like, 100 grand, yeah. like, to a marketing company. So that kind of stuff is really expensive. As you're saying, like, people's time is not free. Now, t- people who don't know what they're talking about, they, that's cheap data. But somebody who actually purchased a product, that's a really high value to a publisher like Nintendo. Yeah. And so getting that feedback <clears throat> is worth something, and they definitely have a budget set aside. And that's why I thought that it was such a brilliant idea to kind of dangle these physical prizes in front of it. And yep. the platinum reward is not the only one, right? Like you spend your coins um, that that you earn by by uh, you know typing in the codes. You you spend your coins on cool stuff like a special game and watch mm-hmm. you couldn't get anywhere else. That, yeah, that stuff's awesome. So and so knowing that. It is, it is kind of a pity if this is the direction we're going to because the, a lot of the cool other stuff's also died away, right? Like, you can get a 3DS pouch, but it's only available in pink now, right? Like, yeah. a lot of, like, it feels a little bit like a wasteland right now, and I'm hoping they're not stopping this. Well, and that's what I kind of wanted to put out there. I mean, granted, my lifestyle... And how I sort of collect things. I collect games. I don't really collect tchotchkes or, or, or plushies, except if I'm trying to compete with Leah and mess around <laughs> in the office, that hmm. kind of stuff. But I have always felt disappointed by Club Nintendo. I always feel like when I logged in to look at what I can spend my coins on, it is a T-shirt that I'm never going to wear. And, and I bought some of this stuff. It's a T-shirt I'm never going to wear. It's a giant Miiverse card. It's it's a, a notepad or, or a set of posters that I'm never going to hang. Man, the, like, the Hanafuda cards. Though, am, those were awesome. Those are cool. Okay, maybe. But I can also just buy those at the Nintendo World Store and not fill out a single survey. My point is that I just don't feel <laughs> like the, the rewards were ever really that lucrative or that impressive to me. So that's why this news didn't really strike me as, as a blow because I just always looked at Club Nintendo as, no offense, kind of a joke. Like, I get what they're going for and they do sort of try to 
reward you for giving them feedback on how they're doing with their games and what's mm-hmm. good about their games and what's bad about their games and where you heard about it from. But I just don't feel like they really put a lot of effort forward. And now that you hear some of this stuff is dwindling, okay, a, a custom version of Doc Lewis Punch-Out, I agree. They're, yeah. they're, you, you hit a bar there. But there are plenty of years or plenty of weeks or months where you look at the inventory on Club Nintendo, and it's disappointing. There's it's nothing it's there. True. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, but there was there were there uh, you know again so I, like I feel like there were plenty of cool items that I felt were special. Yeah, you know, like, me too. I have kids, so like pat like Kirby patches that you can sew on yeah, like backpacks. Well, that well, kind of stuff was really cool. And right? there is there is demand for it because the mm-hmm. minute you know something cool goes up, everyone races to their computer to, to grab it. Or at least you know the site goes down because of it, right? Like Club Nintendo it goes was, down. It was all always the time. too slow to get it. No, oh. I never wanted it. <laughs> <laughs> I just I just want to put this out there because I think as a whole, Club Nintendo as an entirety needs to be revamped. I think I, that whatever that, is going on behind the scenes I, of Nintendo, I totally agree. behind rewarding Nintendo fans for buying games and for being a part of that ecosystem and giving feedback and doing all that stuff, I think you need a much cooler pitch than what you've been doing. Mm-hmm. I agree. In America... And that's the problem with Club Nintendo is that this something like this happens and you the, on the same day they're like, oh, Japan gets a Yoshi plushie and like this cool Mario tape and all. The, just like they're still doing it in other countries. Like a couple, you, I mean, you might you might say that a lot of this stuff is dumb, and I agree, most tchotchke stuff is. And I don't collect a lot of it. I don't bring it home, but I have a, a desk at work that I like to put cool stuff on. And it's sort of this like incentive reminder that you are a loyal Nintendo fan, and that's who we talk to, right? Yeah. yeah. So I think that like first of all, when the when the Wii Remote was first announced, right? In, on Club Nintendo in Japan, they had this thing where you could get a Wii remote for your television that operated as a TV remote. And that was the first time you could ever hold the Wii remote mm. in your hand. You could get a, a, cool. a Wii remote, an actual Wii remote that had your me engraved on the back. Like there are stat- a gold statue of Mario. Like there's a pillow that looks like the 8-bit Mario from like stuff like that is really cool. And they experimented with sure. it all over the years. But it makes you wonder if there's any way or and this is the thing about Nintendo that always irks me, right? When things like this happen, no one owns up and says, well, this is why we didn't and do it. There's just this wall of silence yeah. where they don't really explain, like, this is why Japan gets stuff. Maybe it's because over there there's a bigger demand for that versus over here. I just don't feel like we'll get that explanation. And so we all just kind of scratch our head and go, well, why aren't we getting that, right? It, like, that happens a lot. It's just, it feels like it's it's not a core focus, right? It it's, isn't. It's, yeah. a, it's a small it program, be. and so they're not spending that much time honestly thinking about it. But no. well, I mean, And they're not spending that much time talking about it because they also on, don't I, want, you, you, get, want you, to get your hopes up, right? You buy a game now from Nintendo and you open it up and there's two things in it. There's mm-hmm. this manual that's half if, a piece of paper. If there's if. a manual. <laughs> and there's an insert for Club Nintendo. But that's on and autopilot still, right? Like it is, just, but they, they yeah. also just like, they they probably had a million new people sign up for Club Nintendo in the last month through the Mario Kart promotion. They're pushing people to yeah. that site. People are going to it. They're not sweeping it under the rug. And granted, they used yeah. that promotion to give people a free game, which was awesome. But now people are there with coins and points and but, stars and all this shit, you know? But and, maybe that's why. Maybe they had an influx of people and now fulfillment of physical prizes is becoming really costly and sure. like, so what's at the a time when everything they do is about cutting costs they probably like whoa we so what's their excuse for the last seven months then because I have 2,000 coins sitting on that site yeah. that are, they're going to tell me yeah. they're going to expire and I don't know what to do with them yeah, and the digital rewards, the digital list sorry. Jose just yeah, read pink, is pretty pink lacking. Yeah. Pink like, I, I think if, if that list was stronger, I think people would be fine with it. If, <laughs> you know, if New Super Mario Brothers U was, was like on there. Or exclusive version Yeah, ROM. or just a bigger yeah. pool of games to how draw about give me? How about give me... Twenty-five dollars in eShop points, or yeah. something. Yeah, like something that, right? like that. Or would be yeah, cool. Absolutely, ambassador games, sure. whatever it is. Anything like that. Like, mm. give me, you know, give me a GBA game that never came out. Yeah, you know, or, or, or that hasn't come out. To well, and they've done Game and Watch collections. We left those up, but the, the, yeah. that was those the only place you can yeah. get those. Right, they were DS but cartridges. Sure. Do digital versions but, of that. Give me something. So that's exclusive. where, but see, that's why I feel like even without exclusives, it could be cooler if they just let you trade your coins in for virtual console games. Yeah, they, totally. They're still pretty expensive for mm-hmm. what you're getting, right? But for someone like me who's played them all, you know, years ago, I always look at them like, I know it's just a couple of bucks, but it feels wrong. I have the cartridge yeah, right here, yeah, you know? Yeah. It's like, I would totally go for that and trade the coins for that. Because I'm, you're, this is going to make me sound crazy. But no. the only game, <laughs> thanks. The only game on that list you read that I don't have, mm-hmm. straight up, is fluidity. That's you know why I don't have that game? Because it sounds stupid as hell. No, it's pretty good. <laughs> it's pretty good. Yeah, yeah it's pretty good. It's, I about, do wanna... it's about like directing water by tilting the 3DS. So I can't wait to do that. I actually want to point this out because maybe this is relevant and maybe it isn't, but uh, there's a couple of other factors here and maybe this also ties into a point you almost made where you're talking about like them kind of scaling back a little on what Club Nintendo is. 
Um, so earlier this year, I believe Satoru Iwata said something about how they're sort of reevaluating how they plan to reward the Nintendo consumer yeah. and sort of just looking at it from a different perspective, what they're going to do with that. I think that's one factor. I think another factor is that the Deluxe Digital Promotion not only exists, but it ends this year. Yeah. DDP ends in December. Which I to love, my by knowledge. the way. Yeah, I mean, that's I, going I, to end... Club Nintendo, if they're scaling it back, maybe it's because they are going to finally roll out that new thing that's going to be involved with the app, find a way to sort of reward you for buying games. I mean, this is pie-in-the-sky thinking. Obviously, I have no freaking clue Mm -hmm. if this is real. But it almost seems too much like coincidence that... You know, we got these crappy rewards. I'm going to agree with you. They're not great. But I, I, at the same token, I don't think everyone who cashes in those coins has a huge virtual console library or buys everything that Nintendo think, makes. Come on. Okay. There's stuff on the list. Like, it's a good value to get Donkey Kong on the 3DS. Mm-hmm. Sure. Like, that's uh, a no, good that's value, a, That's a great right? game. But Earthbound is one of the greatest games ever made. The, NES Remix is awesome. It is. Dr. Luigi is an awesome We've game. Said great things about I a lot have of these them games. all. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't think that's everybody. I think yeah. that's yeah. everybody who's angry, everybody who's vocal online, right? <laughs> like, if you guys are tweeting mostly with games journalists, yeah. they're all going to be upset because they all already got all those games. Yeah. I would say that there's a big chunk of people on Club Nintendo who have the majority of those games, and that's how they got to where they are on Club Nintendo. So I Maybe. think, fine, put out that list. That's great. But also put out, like, you know, uh, <laughs> Game & Watch's cart golf or whatever give me something dumb <laughs> cart golf give me something so give me something different you know give me something that i haven't seen before so so uh this is all going to tie into because no. we could it sounds like we can argue about this for a while hopefully this means better things are coming but it is unfortunate unfortunate that everyone is sort of sitting around salty over the fact that this happened yeah i guess but, i'm giving my code away I have friends who I'm just like, okay, you could take this. I'm sending one to my nephew. I'm like, it's you nice. guys will live. Yeah. I, if you're if you're in the same boat where you all know stuff, do that too. And hopefully put, in a couple of months we get something. You should put a bigger uh, Wii U re- uh, battery on the Oh, man, you can't club. even get that on restock, man. Yeah, it's gone now. I got I, – so I – and for folks who are struggling to do that, um, just for context, so there is a extended battery you can buy either – through Nintendo, at one point you can buy it through Nintendo's website, or you can buy it uh, imported from Japan if you go to like PlayAsia. Mm-hmm. I imported both of mine on you know two different Japanese trips, but you should look into that because that thing extends the battery to five to eight hours, yeah. and it's great. Like yeah. I don't have to plug in my Wii remote. I, I really need love, one. I, like, I did ever. not. I did not think <clears throat> it was going to be an issue, but every time I play Mario Kart with my kids, yeah. or my daughter and I will play online. By the way, thank you very much for beating. Beating my ass <laughs> online. <laughs> there are always people who take glee in taking me down with yep. all the shells in the world. But like every time we play, we run. Not Jose. Jose is no problem. Um, every time we go online, like we we run out of battery on the gamepad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Every time. Okay. And I have uh, I have three pro controllers yeah. that just keep on trocking. It's nice to years. not see yeah. that red light pop up every time sure. I play my Wii U because yeah. I yeah. mean oh, I, the way I play video games and I think the way most people play video games is you pick up the controller you play for an hour and you pause and you put it down and you go do something make a coffee or something come back in and then I, I do that and I'm just kind of living in my apartment and I look down there's a blinking red light and I'm like oh my god I gotta charge it again yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right, so well, the extended battery lets you kind of circumvent that but Nintendo right. doesn't want you to so the, let's put it in the club so the question of the week <laughs> is well the question for our club <laughs> the question of the week is then what do you I, I guess the question should be and guys change this if this is a bad question what do you want what do you want from club Nintendo. What do you want to see added to Club Nintendo? And don't tell me what you want to take away. Oh, I don't want to fill out the surveys. The surveys are here to stay. Let's let's leave oh, that, that alone. Let's just say that was the case. The surveys right. are here to stay. What rewards do you want from Club Nintendo? Game what is worth for you? Golf. I just <laughs> what about gar- what about golf cart? <laughs> I changed it already. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think we, are you I asking th- us right now? Or is, uh, yeah, 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 are you asking? Because do you like, want to answer I mean, now? To We've me, been arguing about a, this for a while. It's like I thought the playing cards, that, that to me is like the ideal thing. Like something that is unique that you can't get in a store that is Mario themed, yeah. right? Like whether it's uh, a replica or, or Nintendo themed, whether it's a replica of the Wind Waker or like something cool that you can put in your house. And sure. You, only you know what it is. Your friends don't make fun of you when they come. So they the usually <laughs> announce these things or they used to announce these things now and then they would start shipping them in the fall, right? So how about an Amiibo? Yeah. How about I'd that? rather be yeah. able to buy that. I don't want Club Nintendo to what? be the barrier for that. It doesn't have to be the barrier, Why can't Jose? It be we a can live in a world with Why not If both? it's a special one, fine. Like, that's but what I'm it, saying. If it's the only custom, like, okay, let's say the custom me, for example, which we talked about with Miyamoto 83. Yeah. If it was a special pose, yes. If it was the only way to get the custom me, absolutely not. Well, okay. I would not like be a pink gold version of a yeah, character sure. or something. Give me you know? pink gold peach that amiibo. It's, yeah. That's something. I think it's that's a great a idea. Thing. Yeah. 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 Oh, no, I'll take it. That's fine. 
Just sure, and like, like I said, I, I be mean, careful I think what you wish for is all I'm saying. <laughs> I have yeah. two thousand codes. I'll keep wishing. I hope they even if they, even if they just take like Mario Mario amiibo and just spray paint them into Metal Mario. I'm sure. fine with that. Well, they sure, do that if you with take like, it out, you're like, they do that smells with, like paint. They do that with like limited edition toys. I remember they had a, a Master Chief figure that they just have them standard yeah. and then you got one that's clear and it's basically the other one but in a different Same plastic mold. without paint. So yeah. What? Yeah, that's that was what it. Comic-Con's all about. And that's fine. Yeah, that's all you get at Comic-Con. The other stuff I really like are items from the history from the history of Nintendo. If yeah. they do the grabber, the, the hand, or they do like the love tester or something, they actually produce a, a physical version of that. That's where I like the Hanafu playing cards so much you know it's like it's this cool kind of look at what Nintendo used to make yeah or the Game, the and, Game Watch and Watch was and, great I have it on my desk and it, it came you know you it, it had a little write up on the back of the history of it and stuff like that I think I think that stuff is really cool because it's all about nostalgia and I will say one really helpful item during the Wii days were the multicolored uh, Wii mode <coughs> wrist uh, straps that I remember like, those, yeah. it was really hard to find Nintendo made wrist straps those things like broke and yeah, turn like yeah. nasty gray when you have kids and yeah and you know, you know what if, that kind of stuff's great too if we're going for broke and we're ditching physical stuff then give me soundtracks give me rip, rip, give me an album of mp3s of the Mario Kart 8 soundtrack now that yeah. I would be behind so I don't mm-hmm. have to pirate it on YouTube like mm-hmm. give me a means to get that like the Majora's Mask soundtrack they have sent to me to. last year on a CD a compact disc I don't have anything to please that. <laughs> are you kidding me? And just try jamming that in your iPod. Yeah, what do you put it in your PlayStation for? Come on, but um, most people yeah, like the collectible item. That they do. Sure, they get but what I'm saying is, if they're like, "Now nah, we're saving money, we're pinching pennies, we're only going digital." Here are my suggestions to you: soundtrack, something like that would be awesome. Yeah, I think you know, DLC. Gonna, yeah, but it's going to get pirated almost yep. instantly. That's so the what? problem. Right? It does it. It does on a that's CD you anyway. It, that, well, that's why you send the physical one. But anyway, um, no, but they've done that with soundtracks in Japan, like 3D World. My friend got that for me. He downloaded it and then shared. The tracks with me, yeah, like that's that piracy. Yeah, hush your face, sir. That's pi- <laughs> What's uh, it? Nine one one. Is that the <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Doesn't matter. <laughs> one stake, <laughs> I think it needs. I think it needs a little more than that. But your ideas are valid, uh, especially the amiibo one is the only one so far I agree with. The rest, okay. I'm just kind of like, you know, you wouldn't take twenty five dollars in, in <laughs> eShop points. What you you hate that? You Wait, don't like, did you say that? Yeah, I've been saying it all oh, day. Sorry, I just kind of glo- I I don't pay attention when you talk. That's cool. Um, yeah, no worries. I don't even know who you are. <laughs> uh, anything else? Any other ideas? I got nothing because I don't. Just, I don't want. There's so many awesome items from Nintendo history. Um, I I remember when uh, Wind Waker came out. Nintendo sent us a scroll. Yeah. The one that you can see at the beginning of Wind Waker, and it was like printed was on fake awesome. papyrus and like you know roll it out like that kind of stuff. Would be amazing. Yep. You know, mm-hmm. yep. and it's that not, scroll's worth some money, it. by the way. I know. It's, <clears throat> I have one. It's a couple of hundred bucks now, but it's yeah, like it's more than that. Is it? I think so. Ooh. Yeah, last time I checked. Um, no, but I, I feel like that's the kind of stuff that's really, really cheap to manufacture. Let's be honest. There's a company in you know in somewhere in Asia that will make it for a bunch of pennies. Yeah. Okay. Sure. I mean, they they have that calendar that they would send every year, right? Like, turn that into an app. Make that something cool. Let it replace the calendar I have on my phone with a Nintendo-themed calendar app. Like, stuff like that. I mean, I, I know. Here's the thing. There are people in charge of this stuff that they pay money, probably more than I make, that sit in a room and they're like, no, nah, it's cool. We don't have to do anything this year. And somehow they keep getting checks. That's I don't, a problem. I don't think that's how it's working. Not really? Really? No, no, it's cool. I bet Who runs Club Nintendo? Maybe they... You don't know. They may the have Club reduced Nintendo? the overall staff. Or maybe it is really like some. it's somebody's side project in the U.S. And like... You know, like it's everything is well machined to put those slips into the into the games and to look at the data. But like the the people who administer the store and that might be all right. So whoever tiny, whoever tiny administered team. the game and watch and the Luigi's Mansion statue we got last year, call that guy up. Yeah, get him to get more ideas out there because he has the he's his heart's in the right place. Everybody else is just like nah. But maybe that guy lost the company money. But he, he was, won he, the company he, friends. He did. <laughs> <laughs> I want, I want zero race cars, that, uh, like little like Hot Wheels, ooh, but F-Zero cars. Nice. Yeah. I like that. But so far, the items you guys have sort of leaned towards and described were during one of the most profitable years Nintendo has ever had. Sure. Just putting that out there. So yep. maybe, again, this all ties back to where they are and cutting costs and all that stuff. Well, then shut down Club Nintendo. Because, I mean, why should I provide you valuable market research hundreds of times a year if all I get at the end of the year is Super Mario Brothers for NES, <laughs> which I bought 15 times already? <laughs> you, you bastard. <laughs> <laughs> we just laughed in Brian's face. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's good. All right, it's this cool. is the most Club Nintendo we'll ever be talked about on yeah, this podcast. Wow. I want to hear your impressions of fluidity now. This is going to be great. I, I mean, no matter what, I'm going to be like, angry. It's going to be pretty salty. Yeah, I'm sure it's, it's fun. Like I'm it. sure. It's going to be the one I pick. It has to be. It's actually free. 
You know it's Do you have Earthbound already on the Wii U? Of course I have Earthbound. You didn't finish it. I didn't finish it. Go back. Download it again. Get another Wii U, and then you can download it for free now. I would if I lost my Wii U, I'd have to because Nintendo okay. doesn't have a customer policy for that kind of stuff. <laughs> and but that's a different topic. And we're out of time. So that's our question of the week. Please email nvc at ign.com and let us know what you want to see from Club Nintendo, what items. Um, yeah. I hopefully you'll have some cool answers and we'll finally get back to reading them on the show. I am so sorry we have asked a couple questions of the week and we have not really read that's responses okay. in a while. People put them in comments too and we I read see them, them there, so yeah. that's great. We yeah. just tell, just we tell me how right I am and tell Jose how wrong oh, he I'm is. I'm sure I'm sure that's gonna be the case, but uh, I'm also you know, I'm a salty old man, more <laughs> older than Pear in some ways. So uh, that's you would, just you how should it goes. get a, a Yoshi washcloth off of Club Nintendo and wash he's that salty. Salt off. Are you going to mm-hmm. play some Mario Kart this weekend? Finally, or are you going to hide you, behind? If, like, if you text me and say you are online, online playing, I <laughs> show up. Welcome. Uh, I'm not going to show up on my own because I have plenty of other games. Don't, I'm you playing. have a tournament set up in the evening. Show up for it. Oh, okay. I'll Come think on, about let's it. Let's do it, right. Marty. Are you going to play Mario Kart this weekend? I have to play Dark Souls. It's for review. Yeah, DLC. Uh, DLC oh, review. Yeah. All right, you're playing fluidity, but you can play some Mario. <laughs> yeah, sure. All right. All right. Thank you very much for listening to Nintendo Voice Chat. We are a weekly show on IGN. You can come back to IGN.com. What are you laughing at? Because <laughs> you said we're a weekly show on IGN. Pause. I was breathing. Oh, it's called yeah, breathing. So it's part of the show. It's, it looked like you ate something really sour all of a sudden. Just, oh, it's, all that, it's all that salt, dude. Um, <laughs> Salty. Yeah, there we go. So uh, we are a weekly show on IGN. You can catch every Thursday, sometimes Friday. I apologize if we are late once in a while. Uh, other than that, make sure you come over to IGN.com. Check out our articles, features, videos. We have a ton of content, a ton of things. Mar- uh, Marty's going to write you the Dark Souls 2 review, which is available 2 on Wii U. And but w- uh, it's still a really good game. One week from about. today, uh, Comic-Con starts, and there will be some Nintendo stuff coming out. Oh, there's going to be plenty of Nintendo yep. stuff there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Brian and I will be there. That's we'll right. We'll be doing Nintendo That's stuff. We'll really have a cool. live stream. Will yep. Nintendo be joining? Yep. Yes, they will. I will be on it. So yeah. Can, awesome. I think that will be Thursday, earlier in the day on Thursday. Don't bring your anger I'm not. That's just. Fall. He's gonna be wearing his fluidity yeah. T-shirt. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so oh, by then, I love it so much. And they like, have it, like, hey, here's Smash Brothers. Like, I just want to talk about fluid. Is fluidity gonna be in Smash Brothers? <laughs> All right, cool, Smash Brothers. All right, let's talk about Club <laughs> Nintendo, you guys. No, I'm not go. gonna do that. I'll be professional. I love Nintendo. All right, awesome. So uh, you can follow us on Twitter. You can find Brian at Agent Bizzle. You can find Marty at McBiggity. You can find Pear at Pear IGN. And you can find myself Jose underscore Otero on Twitter. Thank you very much for listening to this awful rant we had at the end. Oh come on. <laughs> <laughs> and and we will see you next week. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Martha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. 
So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.